0: In the pursuit of the next generation of cybersecurity talent, agencies are thinking beyond regular old recruitment strategies. They're putting prospective hires to the test at cyber competitions and then offering jobs to top performers. For instance, the Energy Department says it expects to recruit some new talent this weekend when it will host teams from more than 100 universities at its fifth annual Cyberforce competition. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. When it comes to hiring in-demand cybersecurity talent, a resume isn't everything. Most agencies want hires who can think on their feet during an actual cyber emergency, but how do you put them to the test? The Energy Department has a playbook for that, and it's been using it for the past five years. This weekend, its Office of Cybersecurity, Energy Security, and Emergency Response, or CSER, will host another round of Red Team, Blue Team cyber exercises at 10 of the department's national labs. The competition, called Cyberforce, will have teams from more than 100 universities defend four simulated critical infrastructure sites. Those teams will have to defend a solar energy facility, a high-performance computing center, a manufacturing site, and an energy distribution station. Participants will have to keep their simulated post running during intrusion attempts and maintain communications with other teams. Sean Planky is the Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary of CSER. Speaking at Fifth Domain's recent CyberCon event, he said the department may use its direct hire authority to extend job offers to some of the cyber challenge participants. Agency leadership will also take part. Plancky said that way they'll get an understanding of how potential cyber hires respond to a simulated cyber attack.
1: Because we're trying to bring in some of our own government people, and encourage government leadership to participate at all levels of government leadership to participate so they can see the university-level participants and what they're thinking about and how they react and talk to them during the events and potentially you know, build that relationship to recruit them, but also understand what may be their motivators and the reason they're thinking the way certain things are, and then educate them as well.
0: Building a pipeline of future cyber talent remains a top priority for CSER. The department has also made on-the-spot job offers to participants at conferences like Hack the Machine and Black Hat. The department also hosts a program with the Department of Homeland Security called Cyberstrike at the Idaho National Laboratory. Through the Cyberstrike program, public and private sector workers can train on real industrial control systems and run through recreations of major cyber attacks. Plancky said one simulation demonstrates the black energy hack that brought down the Ukrainian power grid in 2015.
1: They recreate that live, show you what happens, and you have points as a part of the lesson where you can prevent it or defend against it. So you can understand the entire spectrum of events from initial surveying of a system all the way through to causing an actual incident.
0: Exercises like Cyberstrike reflect efforts to have a whole-of-government approach to emerging cyber threats. In order to bring these agencies together, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, is looking to stand up an interagency working group. Rick Driggers is CISA's Deputy Assistant Director for Cybersecurity. He said the working group will help keep members up to date on new cyber threats.
2: Those types of infrastructure that we're worried about protecting against today are going to be different in the future. 10, 15 years ago, we weren't worried about securing cloud technology or cloud infrastructure. Today we are. So we have to be focused over the horizon to make sure that we can be ready with our technologies, be ready with the types of defensive capabilities that we're putting in place.
0: The interagency working group will meet before the end of this year. The meeting will build the groundwork for an executive committee meeting with private sector partners that will take place sometime early next year. But Driggers said the evolution of threats also requires agencies to keep their cyber workforce up to date with emerging trends and skills.
2: It's going to take really collectively all of us to figure out how we can work together and put mechanisms in place so that we can build and sustain a cybersecurity workforce. And one that also evolves. Because I said, you know, the tradecraft is changing, the vulnerability landscape is changing, the infrastructure landscape is changing. And the cybersecurity workforce that we need today is going to be different than one we have in the future. And the reskilling programs that we have uh, are, are great. We just need to do a lot more of that type of thing.
0: Efforts to reskill federal employees for cybersecurity jobs remains in early stages. But Driggers said those programs may help alleviate some of the pressure agencies face in recruiting new cyber talent.
2: As cyber threats continue to evolve, the nation's protection against them relies on a steady stream of qualified cybersecurity professionals entering the workforce. This is, in my mind, a national imperative.
0: Driggers' comments reflect the findings of an annual cybersecurity workforce study. The study from the International Information System Security Certification Consortium found that cyber workforce hiring in the United States needs to increase by 62% just to keep up with demand. Drigger said the ability of the U.S. to secure its networks depends on building a cyber workforce pipeline both inside the government and in the
2: private sector. We've got trade schools for other types of professions like plumbing and electricians. We can develop a trade school around cybersecurity so that we can bring kids out of their senior year and put them into a pen testing certification program and then bring them into the federal government or bring them into a private sector business. This isn't a recruiting pitch for the federal government. Yes, we need cybersecurity professionals uh, in our ranks. This is really about building a cybersecurity workforce as a national asset for America and making sure that we can sustain that effort.
0: Part of building that cyber workforce comes down to bringing together some of what Driggers calls pockets of excellence in government, then connecting those with startups and nonprofits in the private sector who are also working to build up cyber talent.
2: Please engage with our agency. Please work with us. Please bring us ideas. Bring us talent. Bring us innovation. Allow us to share information with you. Share information with us so that we can make sure that we are meeting head-on our nation's cybersecurity challenges.
0: Meanwhile, CSER is also taking steps to build a cyber response workforce.
1: One of the key things that we've looked to do is migrate people from, let's say, a physical security community to a cyber community, right? Or these adjacent sets, right? So maybe you're in IT and you can move towards cyber. Maybe you're in industrial control systems, uh, as in the mechanical engineer, and now you're moving towards cyber because... An incident is an incident is an incident. It's not, oh, this is our cyber incident, let's call our IT people. No, it's it's an incident, let's respond holistically.
0: The Trump administration has taken a similar approach. Through its Federal Cyber Reskilling Academy, it's retrained two cohorts of federal employees to learn cybersecurity skills. But those retrained employees still face challenges getting matched to cybersecurity jobs. Still, Venus Goodwine, the Agriculture Department's Chief Information Security Officer, said the Academy's efforts have helped diversify the pool of talent available for cyber jobs. I think that's another opportunity where we're just really trying to build the workforce within. And when you talk about having that diverse um, portfolio or that diverse experience, you get to do that because I can work cyber on a financial system or I could do cyber on a research system. You know, managing financial systems is, is a little different because mm-hmm. there are different vulnerabilities and things that you think about when you think about financial systems. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just three ninety nine per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just three ninety-nine per month. Visit One.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now.
2: This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, Confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.